Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, I can cross some people off my Christmas card list here tonight. Jeff Saturday, Matt Ryan, Jonathan Taylor. How do you fumble the ball at the goal line? Michael Pittman. Yes, I am not happy with the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to have a meltdown here. So not only do I lose the two units here on the podcast, I played the Colts minus the two and a half, and I played Michael Pittman over 66 and a half yards receiving. He finishes at like 61, and I may be done with prop bets for the rest of the year. I am so ice cold and frustrated, I don't think I can play anymore. It's just at that point where I just can't take the losing. I'm still up for the year on props, but it doesn't feel like it. It has been so, so bad here in the last week. But I play an old-fashioned pick'em league where you pick every game just straight up for the week, and then on Monday night, it comes down to the tiebreaker. Well, for me, I only had two wrong for the week. I have the Indianapolis Colts on Monday night. He has the Steelers. I offered a chop. I have the better team. I'm the favorite. I'm at home. I offered a chop. He declines. We have four digits on the line. And of course, Indianapolis gets off to a dreadful start. They take the lead. You know the rest. I'm just frustrated. I lost. Yes. Oh, painful night. College basketball, a little bit better. We go two and two. Thank you, Minnesota, for pulling it out for me. You get the cover. We also backed that one on Twitter, so that helped. We cash on Nevada. Steve Alford's team did the job. We lose on Tulane. We laid the 18. They won by 15. We lose on Mississippi State. We laid the 24 and a half, and they win by 20. I didn't like those big numbers to begin with. It just wasn't a great card on Monday with a limited selection. I'm making excuses. I lost money, and I'm frustrated. 127-27 to the negative. And by the way, Noah in Florida, I apologize. I talked you out of that Mississippi State under. You were right. You should have played it. I just didn't have the pulse on that game like I needed to. But now let's move on. It's Tuesday. It's a new day, a new card. And we got four college basketball games and a couple other leans I'll tell you about. So we start with one of my favorite types of plays in the non-conference. It's the little school hosting the big school. That's Wichita State plus the one and a half over Missouri. So the Shockers are four and two with losses to, well, cover your ears, Alcorn State and San Francisco. Yeah, not exactly the who's who of college basketball. Meanwhile, Missouri is 7-0. They're averaging over 93 points per game. But before you get overly excited, they've played the 362nd ranked schedule in the nation. A lots, lots of cupcakes, okay? 85% of their minutes go to players 6-6 and under. So the Shockers should have a nice edge on the boards tonight. The Shockers killed me last year, but this is one of the best atmospheres in all of college basketball. Missouri is picked in the bottom half of the SEC, but give me the little school at home against the big school. I'm on Wichita State plus the one and a half over Mizzou. Next up, we go to the Big Ten ACC Challenge. It is Michigan plus the four and a half over Virginia. So Virginia is ranked third in the country with excellent wins so far over Baylor and Illinois on the neutral floor. This is a veteran roster that should be able to handle the hostile environment tonight. But Michigan has a guy by the name of Hunter Dickinson who can take over a game on any given night. So far in the non-conference, the best word to describe Michigan would be underwhelming. They lost by 25 to Arizona State. They had to go to overtime to beat Ohio. Their best performance was a 31-point win over Pittsburgh. Michigan shot just 33% on that lost Arizona State. 
against a tough defense. Hopefully, that experience will help prepare them for the Cavaliers, who give up just 57 points per game. I expect a good one down to the wire tonight, so I'm going to grab the four and a half with the home team, the Michigan Wolverines over Virginia. Next up on the card, we stay in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. We're going to play Wake Forest, plus the six and a half at Wisconsin. So the Badgers are five and one, coming off a very impressive tournament where they defeated USC and Dayton. They lost to Kansas in OT. However, the guy was out of bounds, so I think they actually won that game, but it's technically a loss. Wake Forest is six and one with a two-point OT loss to Loyola Marymount and an overtime win over Utah Valley. So not a very impressive start to the season for the Demon Deacons. The good news for me here, the Badgers are a grinded-out type of team with a very good defense. They score 62 points per game, so I expect to be within striking distance. Wake Forest is averaging over 81 points per game, so they'll press the tempo. Teams are hitting just 23% on their three-pointers against the Badgers, so if the Demon Deacons can improve on that number, they have a shot in this game. So I'm going to grab the six and a half with Wake Forest on the road at Wisconsin. Next up on the card, it is Appalachian State at home, plus the eight over Furman. So Furman is projected to be the top dog in the Southern Conference this year. They're four and two on the season with an impressive 19-point win over South Carolina. That's already on the resume. And they had close competitive losses to both Penn State and Old Dominion on a neutral floor. Meanwhile, App State is projected mid-pack in the Sun Belt. They won at Louisville. That normally means something, but maybe not this year. They lost a couple close ones to Kennesaw State and Campbell. Not, once again, powerhouse programs. I get it. Both teams score over 80 points per game. Eight just seems a little much to be getting at home, though. So I'm going to take the Mountaineers of Appalachian State plus the eight over Furman. Then two other wagers that I'm contemplating. I'm not going to play it on the podcast, but I will play it on Better Edge, by the way. So if you want to play me head-to-head on Better Edge, go ahead and do it. It'll likely be a last-minute wager for me, but I like Montana plus the six-and-a-half at Southern Miss. The Grizzlies lost by three at Air Force last time out. They had several players having a flu bug issue on Sunday. If their entire lineup is back tonight, I'm going to grab the points at Southern Miss, who's projected to finish 13th this year in the Sun Belt, by the way. They're off to a good start, but they're still projected to be a bottom feeder. If Montana's healthy, once again, that'll be my play on the Grizz. I'm just going to wait to find out if I hear anything about who's in the lineup and who's out. And then in a can't-play-it game, remember, I didn't allow myself to play against Northwestern. I was going to back Pittsburgh. I wish I would have, but I'm on a suspension playing against Northwestern and against Maryland. I'm not going to allow myself to take Louisville plus the 12 against Maryland, but that's the side I like just for the record. Just wanted to say it on the record anyway. But now, Let's recap your card for a Tuesday. I've confused you. I'm still mad about the Colts. I'll just be honest. My four plays, I'm on Wichita State plus the one and a half over Missouri. I'm on Michigan plus the four and a half against Virginia. I'm on Wake Forest plus the six and a half over Wisconsin. I'm on Appalachian State plus the eight over Furman. A rare card for me. I have four underdogs on Tuesday. I just realized that. Now I'm a little nervous, but that's your card for a Tuesday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.